Hey guys, it's Paul here with Chop Shop Sports doing a Super Bowl prop bet podcast joined by Ian. Uh, me and Ian go way back, all the way back to forever. Um, Ian, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Paul. I'm excited to go over some of these prop bets. Uh, there's some good ones this year. Yeah, man. Thanks for joining us. I had I interviewed you back when I was working on a project where we interviewed fans from all the playoff teams talking about the ceiling and the floor for each team. And I remember ours with talking about your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where you said their ceiling was the Super Bowl. Talk to us a little bit about your expectations for the Bucs this year and, and what, what you've experienced as a Bucs fan. Yeah, so Bucks probably one of the – well, they are the least winningest franchise in U.S. sports history, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's They've struggled for years and years, but my prediction coming into this season was 8-8 eight and eight, and honestly would have been happy with that with how good the Saints are in the division, just how, how good the rest of the NFC was and looking at the schedule and – the start of the season it was it was tough and here they are now in the Super Bowl I know that podcast that we did uh I think it was the end of week 17 um I had predicted that the Bucks could go to the Super Bowl if they started to play like they had played against you know the Lions and against the uh the Packers the first time they played them and they have a little bit to some point and I hope they keep it up because I'd like to see the Super Bowl come back to Tampa Bay yeah, it's got to be an exciting time for Tampa sports fans. You got the Rays winning the AL uh, championship. You had the Lightning win the Stanley Cup. And now you got Tampa Bay in, in the Super Bowl. So it's a good time to be a, a Tampa Bay sports fan. Uh, let's let's go into a little bit, talk about the game, and then we'll go into our prop bets. So this show is exclusively, we're talking gambling odds, uh, talking bets for the Super Bowl. If you want in-game breakdown, check out our last podcast that was released yesterday. You do a full game breakdown and make our picks there. So on 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 the podcast yesterday, Ian, I said I'm hammering the Chiefs minus three. I think that's a no-brainer. You can still get them at minus one ten. I at minus three. So what are your thoughts on the game specifically? Yeah, I mean, if you look at the first matchup in the year. Chiefs obviously won by 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 three, right? Mm-hmm. So you can kind of see where Vegas is getting the that spread. Um, all of Tom Brady's Super Bowls have been close, though. So that's the only reason I would be hesitant to pick the Chiefs plus three, minus three, minus three. Sorry, the Bucks plus three. Yeah, Tom, Tom Brady, obviously, I hate betting against him. I, I've been burned twice, already, really three times this postseason. I had um, uh, minus eight and a half against Washington. Uh, they didn't cover that. I, I did tease them down to two and a half as well. And then obviously, I, I had the Saints money line, and I think it then closed at two and a half. I think I had the Saints two and a half. And then I had the Packers straight and money uh, in against the spread thinking Aaron Rodgers would do something. And I think that the key for the Bucks this uh, postseason has been turnovers. Turn the Saints over four times. They turned the Packers over a couple times. And, and you know, they, they haven't really had to do a whole lot. Washington shouldn't be in the playoffs. So that was an easy win. They struggled with them. So are, are, do you have any concerns that 
they've been riding this defense and the Chiefs have been tearing up defenses? Yes, but they kind of proved my concerns wrong against the Saints and against the Packers because it was, oh, they're going to struggle because Drew Brees doesn't turn the ball over. And what does Drew Brees go and do? Turn the ball over. Then they play the Packers and it's a cor- basically a coronation in Green Bay. It seemed like, oh, the Packers are going to the Super Bowl because Aaron Rodgers never turns over the ball. Then what does he do? He turns over the ball. Yep. But at the same time, Brady had some pretty bad turnovers. Now, how many of those are on him versus Evans versus receivers running the wrong route versus a whole bunch of different things there? I don't know. But I think turnovers are going to be really interesting because, I mean, Chiefs don't turn the ball over a whole heck of a lot, but neither did the Packers or the Saints coming into the games against the Bucks. So what the Bucks have done this postseason that teams in the regular season, specifically the Dolphins, couldn't do was capitalize on, on, on those turnovers. Bucks have done it all postseason. So turning a Patrick Mahomes interception into a touchdown is going to be their only chance, I think, of staying competitive. We'll throw one out. Patrick Mahomes plus 140 to throw an interception. Yes or no? Yes. I, I agree. At, at plus money there. So for those of you that are new to gambling or just interested in learning more about it, you know, a lot of times you may like a, a bet, but the juice, which is how loaded the bet is, it, it might not be advantageous. So I think Brady to throw an interception is in the minus 200 range. And if you parlay Brady and Mahomes to throw an interception, you get even money. So I, I don't like that play as much versus because of the juice. I, I think Brady's going to throw a pick but I'm not going to get great odds. So you're really gambling if Mahomes is going to throw a pick. And if you think he is, take the 140 and play that. Uh, back to back to the game. Let's hit talk about the over-under a little bit. The line is 56, and it hasn't moved a whole lot. What are your thoughts on, on, on that line? So my initial thought is obviously take the over. These are two fast-paced offensive offenses. They – they tend to run a lot of plays and tend to score a whole heck of a lot. Um, I mean, the Chiefs have just been putting points up on the board like it's no one's business, it seems. So my initial thought would be the over. But then I kind of think back to past Super Bowls and past Tom Brady Super Bowls especially. Not a whole lot of points scored in them. Especially like we think back to the the Rams-Patriots matchup and that seemed to be Oh, we have Goff and Goff and Brady going up against each other, you know, two high powered offenses and wasn't a whole lot of scoring in that. But then I kind of revert back and this is the Chiefs second Super Bowl. Not a whole lot of things have changed with the team. And last year you could tell they came out playing super tight and they were nervous and they weren't this Chiefs team that we've seen the rest of the season. But my hope is well my thought is I wouldn't say it's my hope because I obviously want the Chiefs to lose, but my thought is they're going to come out a lot looser and Hey, it's their second Super Bowl. They've been here before. It's it's we've, we've done this before. We know what we're doing. We're fine where you get the bucks then who it is their first Super Bowl. They're going to be coming out playing tight. So I can definitely see it going over just on that sense. If, if you look at the offenses, so the chiefs offense, they have, they have a lot, they've been averaging 30 points in this postseason. The Bucks were, I think they're at 30.8, 30.9, 30.9, 30.9, 30.9, 30.9, 30.9, 30.9, 30.9, 30.9, 30.9, 30.9, 30.9, 30.9, 30.9, 30.9, 30
and they were 30.7 in the regular season. So I think you look at that number and there hasn't been a whole lot of difference in the way they've played. So I think that shows for a higher scoring game. But then you look at the defenses and the Bucks are only allowing about 21-22 a game. And the defense of the Chiefs, they've only allowed 20 a game. So I think both of these defenses are a little underrated. So I think that plays a fact uh, factor. I'm going to take the over simply because nobody wants to bet the under. I'd rather bet the over and lose than watch a boring Super Bowl. So that's why I'm playing the over on 56. I, I think the game is going to probably be in the 34 to 21 uh, sorry 35 to 21 range is my prediction which would, would hit me at a push so I, I like the over um, but if you want to if, you, if you're confident in the bucks to keep it competitive maybe you tease them to nine with the over on 49 I think that's a much better play uh, what are you taking for this one I would take I would also take the over I think life's too short to bet unders so I would, I would go over just on that sense. And also, with these two defense not allowing a whole lot of points, I could easily see a defensive touchdown in this, either a pick six or a scoop and score, or seeing a, like a defensive touchdown as well, and that being the difference of over-under. And, and you look at the Chiefs' special teams. They're a pretty decent special teams team. Bucks got shredded on special teams against the Saints. Maybe a, a punt or kick return gets house uh, for quick scoring. And you also look at both of these teams with the big play capabilities. The Bucks missed a couple big plays against the Packers with drops. Uh, and, and obviously with Tyree Kill, uh, Hardman, and Sammy Watkins, the Chiefs are always a threat to bust out a big play. And, and that right there throws a wrench into the over-under calculation. So I, I agree. The over on this is the much more fun play and I think the more advantageous play. First quarter, so I saw a stat. Tom Brady's only scored three first quarter points in the Super Bowl. Right now, you can get the Chiefs at plus 105 to be leading at the end of the first quarter. Do you like that bet? Yes or no? Yes, I do. I would agree. Main- I-, I think the Bucks could come out, maybe score first, and then the Chiefs score a touchdown and then get another opportunity. The My fear with always playing first quarter bets is it matters who gets the ball first. And usually both teams get about two possessions in the first quarter with the team that gets the ball second uh, or kicks off first. They usually don't get to finish that second drive. So that's my only concern is that the Bucks get the ball first. Um, it, it depends on what type of pace they play with. That That's a little intimidating. But if the Chiefs get the ball first, I think this is a no-brainer play. So – I'm gonna, I, I like the juice. You get plus money for this. So that's why I'm leaning on, on taking that, that bet. Let's, let's go to player props. We'll start with passing yards. You got Patrick Mahomes at 330.5 at minus 110. What are your thoughts on this? Like you said a little bit ago, you've got all these offensive weapons that are always good for a big play. So that's why I would take the over on the 330. You said it was 335, correct? 330.5. 330.5. Yeah, that's that's a pretty much easy over um, for me. Last The last Super Bowl they played, 
I thought – I didn't think Mahomes had a great game, to be honest. I don't think he deserved the MVP. Um, I see why they gave it to him because of the season he had, and I don't think the Chiefs would be in that spot without him. But I can also see him having a huge game this time just because it's his second time there, and it's, it's, he knows what he's getting himself into now. So the last time these two teams played, Mahomes had 462 yards. Tyreek Hill had 269 receiving yards. I don't see that happening again. And if you look at Mahomes' postseason, 255 against the Browns, 325 against the Bills. Neither of those would hit the over. I'm, I'm hesitant on this one. But with the big play capabilities, you, you'd have to lean towards the over. And if that line comes down a little bit, I think you can play the over. Right now, I'm not going to play that. But there's no reason that it couldn't hit over, especially with uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire being injured. They're probably going to lean on the passing game a little bit more. I'd lean the over, but I'm not. I'm going to take a pass on this play. The next one, Brady at 299. I'm, I'm hammering the under on that one. Uh, he did throw 381 against... The Washington football team, not a great defense. Well, they have a, a good defense, but not a great team overall. And then only 199 against the Saints, 280 against Green Bay. I think Tom Brady's going to hand the ball off a lot in this game. I think the Bucks are going to try to control the pace and control the tempo. So I think they're going to look for longer drives. I like the under on this. It's minus 120. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with you on. I think the Bucks are going to try and run the ball a, a lot, and that seemed to work the last time they played. And I also don't like Brady throwing the ball deep and looking for those big plays. That's how he managed to turn the ball over a few times against the Packers. And I can definitely see Bruce Arians kind of reining him back in and saying, hey, let's look for these you know, 7, 10, 15-yard passes across the middle where we can find our open receivers. So last time they played, Brady did throw a 345. And the game was 27-24. So it wasn't super high scoring. But if the if the Chiefs come out and score a couple early touchdowns, they, they might abandon the run game. And Bruce Arians is aggressive. So I could see that them throwing and relying on Brady's arm a little bit more. But like you said, kind of reining in the turnovers. We'll have to see what, what ends up there. Um, passing touchdowns now. Mahomes, two and a half at minus 170. So as I mentioned earlier, this is the juiced odds that I've talked about. Mahomes has to throw three touchdowns. You bet $170, you win 100 What is your thought on this one? I don't know here. I'm very still up in the air because it, I don't know. We've seen him throw a lot of touchdowns, but then also the Chiefs, you get down there by throwing the ball and then you just kind of run the ball into the end zone for an easy three yards. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the Bucks haven't been able to defend the pass as well as the run. So I would probably lean towards a yes there and over, but Right now, I, I wouldn't put money on it. I, I would like this more in a teaser. If I were to bet it straight, you're getting plus 130 on the under. I do like that number. 
And, and I think Mahomes will get a rushing touchdown in this one. Just breaking loose and running the ball. We saw Aaron Rodgers with a chance to win, uh, tie the game, whatever, tie slash win the game by running in the end zone. I think Mahomes would take that opportunity. So he might have three, maybe four total touchdowns. Are they all in the air? I don't know. If you're going to play the over, I like it in a parlay. And we'll talk about a bunch of other props where you could toss Mahomes three touchdowns into a parlay. Uh, on the other side, you got Brady at two and a half with plus money on the over and minus 150 on the under. And we're rounding up. It's 143. I'm going to do a little bit of rounding, get even numbers. What's your thought on Brady and his total? Yeah, I think I like the under there for kind of the same reasons. I can see Brady throwing passes to get them into that position, but then I can just see him handing the ball off to Fournette five yards out and Fournette running it straight in. Absolutely, I agree. Um, and again, Brady could also get a rushing touchdown. Loves those QB sneaks. So that, that's a tough one. Um, if I were to parlay these, I'd go Mahomes over, Brady under. But I really don't like either of those prop bets with, with the numbers on them. Um, now we got completions. Mahomes at 28.5, Brady at 25.5, um, both at about even odds of about 110. What are your thoughts on either of these plays? Do you like either of these plays? No, I, I don't really like either of these plays, Paul. And I'll tell you why. Just because the Super Bowl, we normally see teams mix stuff up from what they've done the whole year. And we've seen Brady throw a lot of passes, complete a lot of passes this season. Same thing with Mahomes. But it's the Super Bowl. So they're going to pull out all the stops to try and win this game. And if that means they're just going to run the ball up the middle, they're just going to run the ball up the middle to try and win. So I don't really like either of these bets just because I don't think the regular season is a good thing to rely on for, for passes and for how teams tend to run their offense. Yeah, I, I agree. The, I, what I like betting more is attempts. So Brady right now is 39 and a half attempts. I like the under on that. So if you're going to play a, a passing prop, that's what I would lean towards. Completions are always weird. Mahomes could have a couple big plays. Brady could have a bunch of dump-offs. I, I think Brady will do a lot of short passes to the running back, uh, try to get short chunk yards. So maybe that's how he hits his over on 25.5. But I do like the under on on the under of 40 for – Tom Brady passing attempts. I played the under against the Packers. That hit thanks to the PI call. Um, so I like that play more. Rushing yards. Clyde's Edward Hilaire, 32 and a half, minus 115. Either way, do you like either of those plays? I I don't. And I I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire has been so good all season, but he's a rookie. Yep. This is his first Super Bowl. So I don't well, actually now that I'm I'm talking myself into betting the under on that, just because if he's a rookie and I think the Bucks run defense yep. is one of the best around. And that's gonna make Andy Reid go to the pass. So I'm gonna go under on that. Yeah, I would agree. He's banged up. They have three backs. 
unless he breaks one out for, you know, a 15, 20-yard gain, I don't see it happening. I think he had seven or nine rushing attempts for a single-digit rushing yards last game. I don't see him getting a bunch of usage in this game, so I would take the under on that. Uh, I'm going to skip Williams. I, I don't really care uh, about that. I don't see a Le'Veon Bell play, so um, we'll finish with the Chiefs rushing attack with Mahomes at 22 and a half. Thoughts on that? Heavily juiced to the over at 143, plus money on plus money on the under. Yeah, so I think Mahomes is probably more banged up than we know. And I don't think he's going to be running outside the pocket a whole lot. I don't think he's going to see those runs. Um, and I also think Todd Bowles for the Bucks, for they probably showed that play with Aaron Rodgers there at the end of the fourth quarter where they could have tied slash won the game if he would have just ran. Yeah. And they, he's probably shown that play 16 times to that defense, and I don't think that's going to happen again. So I'm going to go under there. Yeah, I, I before I asked the question, I was leaning towards the under. But with how many weapons the the Chiefs have, they're going to have to drop a lot into coverage. And if they're going to bring defensive pressure, I think it's going to open up holes where he could have two or three carries of 10 yards to get first downs. So I do kind of like the over. You know, maybe this is where you parlay the passing touchdowns with the rushing yards. Both bad odds. You can get it closer to even money, maybe plus money. That's what I like there. Fournette, 47 and a half. Rojo, 37 and a half. Do you like either of these bets? I like Fournette under and Rojo over there. Yeah, I, I was listening to a podcast this morning and they were talking about how Rojo's been banged up. That's why Fournette's been getting the bulk of the carries. So he's probably. Close to 100% now, and he was the workhorse early in the year. I think they could change that up a little bit uh, and give Rojo the ball. Again, I think the Bucks are going to hand the ball a lot, hand the ball off a lot. So either one of these overs could hit. To pick one, I don't know, so I'm not going to play it. Uh, last Bucks rushing attempt or rushing yards here is Brady. It's a half a yard. <laughs> Oh, I got to go over that. I, I agree. Uh, I just think that a fourth and one, a third and one, you see a QB sneak, he gets a yard or two. I don't think they're going to win the game, so I don't see kneel downs being an issue. Because it would really be unfortunate if he had a, you know, a fourth and one, one or two yard rush, and then they're winning and they kneel the ball down three times and it loses six yards. I like, <laughs> I like the over. You're getting plus money. I think that's a great bet to play. Um, I really like that one a lot, actually. Yeah, even though Brady's – he's not showing his age as far as his legs. Because he's never used his legs. I mean, he's never been – and he's not going to – I don't see him getting that one yard on rolling out and getting out of the pocket and running for a first down. I see it as an under center QB sneak. He's the king of that. That's where I think that's going to happen. For Receiving sure. yards, we're not going to hit them all. I want to talk about the fun – fun prop bets and we're running low on time antonio brown 41 and a half we'll just go speed round here over 41 and a half yes or no under i agree i think the bucks are going to win they need to get him involved 
I just don't see it happening. I'm, I also like the under there. Cameron Brait, 30 and a half. I do like the over on this one. Tom Brady has loved Brait this postseason. I think there's a good chance he gets a bunch of targets and 30 yards isn't crazy. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I Brady's definitely been looking to break more and more, so I can see that going over there. But you know who I really like is Tyler Johnson for Brady. I don't even see a Tyler Johnson prop bet on here, but if you can find it. So you like the over on Tyler Johnson? I like the over on Tyler Johnson, but I don't. I can't find anything on him, so I guess it would be if there's an any other Bucks player, I would take the over because I think Tyler Johnson's going to have a big game. Chris Godwin, 76 and a half. I'm going to say under. I, I just don't. It goes back to I don't think Brady's going to throw for 300 yards. He's going to spread it out like he always does. I just don't see one player getting that many receiving yards. Right, yeah, I, I agree. And, and Godwin, a little confidence with all, uh, a lack of confidence with all the drops. I just don't don't see it happening, although he, he is kind of a deep ball threat, so he could get a 30, 40-yard chunk play that would make getting 30 more yards really easy. But I would play the under there. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 18.5 under for me. I've, there's a lot of talks of Le'Veon Bell getting some action, and I think they'll use him in the pass game more than Edwards-Hilaire. 18 and a half over under. Yeah, I would go under there too. I think, well, like you said, they're going to go to Bell more. And yeah, I, I don't, they have so many other offensive weapons that they can spread the ball to. So I like the under there. Interesting one is Leonard Fournette, 25 and a half at plus 100. So even money. I think the under here, if they're going to pass, I, I think that's going to Rojo. But there's talks they might mix it up, use Fournette in the passing game more, Rojo in the run game more. So I I like the under, but I don't think I'm going to play that. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think Fournette's such a good pass blocker coming out. Um, I, I can't see him catching a whole lot of passes out of the back. Mike Evans, 62 and a half. I think this – I don't think the – Bucks are going to have a lot of players with big yardage uh, in this game. But if there was going to be one, I think it would be Evans, his favorite target. I would play the over on 62 and a half. What are your thoughts? I like the over there. And you kind of mentioned it with Chris Godwin. I think the yards after catch are going to be huge for Evans. Mm-hmm. Rob Gronkowski, 32 and a half. He hasn't gotten a lot of action. He did torch the Chiefs in the first game. They played with 106 yards. His is 32 and a half. I like the under there. I do too. Gronk's routes recently have seemed to be those, those four or five yard out routes that Brady can just find him. And Gronk doesn't have a whole lot of speed. And I, I think they're going to use him more as a blocker than someone that's running down and catching passes. And we talked about, we like Bray for the over. So I think Bray is going to fill that big yardage role for the, Bucks if they need a tight end to find holes. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 100. Tyree Kill, 97. Either of those guys going to hit that number? I, I hope not, but <laughs> I, I, I think they can honestly both hit that number. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I think both of these teams or both of these guys have an opportunity to have big gains. Um, Tyree Kill, his yak yards are insane. He finds a little bit of space. He could break one out easily like he did against the Bills. I really like Hills over. Kelsey's I don't love, but I wouldn't play the under. Neither of the, If you don't like it, don't bet the under. Over or no play. Uh, we'll, we'll do a little sneak preview for those listening to the podcast. So our fifth player to watch releasing tomorrow on Instagram is going to be Scotty Miller and uh, McCole Hardman. Hardman is 30 receiving yards. I love the over. I think he's going to play a big role. There's going to be a lot of focus on Kelsey and Hill. And I think these smaller names, Denard Robinson is 14 and a half. Sammy Watkins, 38. I think of those three guys, Hardman is the most likely to get more passes thrown his way. Over under on Hardman, 30 yards. Yeah, I would go over there and, for what you said, you you have to think the Bucks are going to be looking to take away Kelsey and Hill. So where's the ball going to go? It's got to go to someone else. And Mahomes is smart enough to find to find Watkins and and everyone else on the offense. They've got so many weapons. And, and the reason I like even the Robinson over on fourteen and a half, Hardman at thirty and Watkins at thirty eight. I don't love Watkins as much because I think that would be at least two catches to get there. But Hardman could have a 30-yard catch, and Denard Robinson, 15 yards. Both those guys are big play guys. So I think one catch could hit the over on the yardages. So that's why I like those plays. Scott Miller, 19 yards. I think this has to be an over. I think Scotty Miller is going to be the guy that Brady looks to find because there's going to be eyes on Evans, eyes on Godwin. I think Scotty Miller is their fourth option. I think he gets – a couple targets, and if he has three or more targets, he's going to hit the over. Yeah, absolutely. And really, he only needs one, one catch. He's going to get 20 yards. Um, Brady loves him deep. I think that's a, I think that's a play. I think you're really betting, will Scotty Miller have a catch? Yep. So those are kind of – we won't touch receptions. I would like to say that Scotty Miller, his over-under is one and a half for catches – you're really feeling gutsy. You could play the over on 18 and a half with the under on one and a half or vice versa. Two catches would be plus 125 for Scotty Miller. Hardman at two and a half. I think both of those could be overs that you play. Um, Tyree Kill seven and a half. I do want to touch on that one. What are your thoughts on that? I, I, I would have to lean under. And that's just the, book, be- the book saying 145 for the under, minus 145, plus 110 for the over. Yeah, I would have to lean under just because he doesn't have to have a whole lot of catches to have such a big game. Agreed. Agreed. Let's look. We've kind of hammered all the, all the game stuff. Uh, we'll go real quick. We'll do miscellaneous, miscellaneous uh, game prop bets. Kansas City or Tampa Bay to score an offensive touchdown on its opening drive is minus 160. Does that happen? I could see the Bucks scoring it. I think the Bucks are going to get the ball first, and I can see them coming down and scoring a touchdown right away. I agree. I normally play the yes for both teams at plus money, so only one needs to score to hit. So 
you're not getting as good of odds, but I do think that is a decent, decent play. I like yes there because one or the other is going to score a touchdown. Low scoring quarter, three and a half points. The over is heavily favored. But if you don't think the Bucks or Chiefs are going to score on their opening drive, the first quarter could be 3-0. So the, the under on that is plus 165. You're getting a lot of juice for the under. I kind of like the under on that just as kind of a, just to kind of hedge my over on 56. What are your thoughts? Yeah, so it's any quarter, correct? Correct. Yeah, I could easily see the third quarter just being a whole lot of punting and maybe a field goal at the end or the second quarter even if both teams come out and score right away in the first quarter. Agreed. So I kind of I kind of like the under there. Number of different Chiefs to score points, three and a half, heavily juiced, minus 165. Remember, Mahomes throwing a touchdown pass does not count, but a rushing touchdown would. Over or under three and a half guys to score touchdowns. To score points, I'm sorry. To score points. So I think Butker's money. So I don't know if – if are they counting extra they points count in that? Points, yes. Oh, it's an easy over then. I would agree. I was going to play the under until we mentioned kickers. Same with the, the, the Bucks. on the other hand, are three and a half at a little bit less juice of minus 120. I really like that one better. If I had to play one, I'd play the Bucks to have four different scores because you got the kickers is one. They're going to score at least two touchdowns. So right there, you're at three. So if you think the Bucks are going to score four touchdowns, the over is there. I don't think anybody has a multi-touchdown game. You got – if I had to pick Fournette, Evans, and Gronk for touchdowns, that's yeah. I could even see a Brady goal line QB sneak in there too. Correct, I could see that as well. Um, I'm looking at at this combined yardage of all field goals in the game is 118. I think if you think teams are going to kick, they're going to be 50 yarders. So I think you would play the over if you're going to bet. Field goals, I don't think a whole lot of field goals are going to be kicked, so I'm not touching that one. Um, this one I love. Combined yardage of all touchdowns scored in the game is 97. I think that's over. It's juiced at 150, but I love the over on that. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a game of very big plays, so I would agree with you there. Um, I'm looking at other stuff here nothing really exciting uh i've got one for you that i think is a an easy yes but i want to get your thoughts on it paul what do you got i've got will there be a successful two-point conversion attempt in the game yes at plus 215 no at minus 295 oh so i i love that juiced odds i would i would if i was gonna bet that i'd bet the yes um especially if a team decides to kick a field goal, a two-point conversion comes into play. If they kick two field goals, it definitely comes into play. I, I think the yes could be a, a good play, a, a great value play at plus 200 money. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. I've got Bruce Arians over there, no risk it, no, or no, risk it, no biscuit. And with all the stuff we've seen in the past couple of games with analytics and going for two, not going for two, and yep. when to go for two, I think it's going to happen, and I think someone will convert. 
And even if it's a three-point game or a four-point game, I could see either team going for two to try to set up a field goal for the win. I, I think that that play is – I think that's a good play. Um, total touchdowns in the game, six and a half. This is one that if you're playing the over, you take the over on six and a half because um, that gets you only to that, – that would get you to 49. So that's where I, I lean on that one. If you like the under, play the under six and a half at plus 105. And that's kind of all the game – uh, football game stuff I wanted to talk about. Let's get into the fun prop bets. And, and you see the biggest one is always the coin flip, Who, heads or tails. Minus 105, what are you playing? You know what? Tails never fails. I'm going tails. So you can pick who you're gambling with me or Ian. I'm taking heads. Uh, 25 of the 55, 54 Super Bowls have been heads. Or have been, yeah, have been heads. Statistically speaking, even though none of those coin tosses are related, you got to go. I, I'm going to go with heads. That just means tails is due. <laughs> MVP winner. Who do you like to win the MVP? I like Tom Brady to win the MVP. I think that's where you play. If you like the Bucks to win the game, I don't think you bet the Bucks money line. You bet Tom Brady to win the MVP. You get plus 200 versus the plus 140. The only other player that could potentially win is maybe Devin White, but defensive guys don't typically win, especially in a high-scoring game. If you like the Bucks to win, you got to play Brady to be MVP at plus 200. Exactly. You have to think, too, even, even if Brady doesn't have a great game, the writers or whoever the heck votes on the MVP is still going to give it to him. Agreed. Agreed. First missed field goal of the game. And, and we were talking off air about does, do you get your money back if there are no missed field goals? If there is a missed field goal, do you like it wide, right, wide, right, uh, wide, left, wide, right, or short? I would go wide, right. For no reason. We don't have any analytics on this. Oh, absolutely none. Just just a, a fun. I, I kind of like the short because it includes a block at plus 400. I think that's the best value play if you're going to throw anything down. Um, I'm looking now into the weekend's props. I don't really like any of these. We did mention wardrobe malfunction at plus 1,000. I, I, I don't. I'm reading the description. A federal communications commission must issue a fine for yes to be the winner. I don't think you can play that, but at plus 1000, why not throw a dollar on it? If your book allows you to bet a dollar, I don't, I don't see why you don't throw a dollar on that. Yeah. You never know too, during the game, if someone, someone goes to tackle someone in the pants fall down or <laughs> something happens there, you never know. So this is only halftime show. It doesn't include the game. I did think about that. Oh, never mind. I take it all back. Here's a fun one. Passing players with a passing attempt. Two and a half. Neither of these teams really use the the wide receiver pass, but we saw the Philly special. Plus one twenty five. Yes, it could happen. I'm I I I don't know. I don't know about that one. I think for the fun of it, yeah, you bet the over because if one trick play happens, you, you, you win. Yeah. 
And I think that's one too. If your book allows you to put a dollar on, why not put a dollar on it? Yeah, exactly. Um, how many times will Belichick be mentioned? I've talked a lot about, I don't like heavily juiced favorites. This is minus 380. And I think is a no brainer that Belichick gets mentioned. I believe the Pats being mentioned is two at 220. If you can parlay those two, I think that's an easy, easy winner right there. Yeah, I can just hear Jim Nance and Tony Romo talking about Belichick and the Patriots, either the first drive where Brady's running out onto the field or they're showing a shot of him talking on the sideline and talking about Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think that's a easy bet. Both of those, albeit high, high juiced odds, I think, I think that's the case. Um, this one is: Will any scoring drive take less than the time it takes for the national anthem to be completed? I think this has to be a, a yes, albeit at minus three hundred. We're, we're predicting that the national anthem is two minutes. So, you know, a turnover inside the red zone could lead to a quick score. What are your thoughts? Yeah, but I also don't know if we're going to see any turnovers inside the red zone. In your but, yeah. but I could also see end of the game, both of these quarterbacks, two-minute drills, they get a minute 57 seconds left to score. I could see that happening. So, you know, I've changed my mind. I'm going to go yes. So you are a referee by trade. You, you grew up, you were a soccer official. So let's talk about holding. What team gets penalized for holding first? You know, interesting stat here that I found in researching this. The Bucks had the fifth fewest penalty yards on their home field, and Casey had the third most penalty yards. Now that's total penalties, but I would have to go with Kansas City. Yeah, I, I would agree the pass rush there is going to be, I think, a lot more heavy from the Bucks. So I could see, especially with all the alignment out for the Chiefs, I think that's the I think that's the the case. Right. So I'm trying to look and find any more fun fun uh props. I'm a big national anthem guy. Right now the line's a minute fifty-nine, but there are videos surfacing with with rehearsals where it's been over two minutes all three times. What do you like for the over under on national anthem? Yeah, I'm going to go over. I think it's going to be a long drawn out one. Yep. Um, you always have to, it was over two minutes, 15 seconds, those rehearsals, but you always have to factor in when there's a crowd and when they know it's the real thing and it's being broadcast to 300 million people, they're going to speed it up a little bit like everyone does in public speaking, but it's still well over two minutes. I, I agree. Um, I agree with that one. few more we have offsetting penalties. Will offsetting penalties be called? You know, I'm going to go no. We had in the, the Chiefs-Bills game, got a little chippy there at the end, but the Bucks haven't been committing a whole lot of penalties lately. So I think they're going to stay calm, stay their course, I'm going to go now. I would agree with that one. Um, no, it's a rare thing that's called. So I would say that is unlikely to happen. Last, last prop I have for the game, onside kick attempt, yes or no? Ooh, that's a really good one. 
I'm going to go yes. Just be- Now, it's not successful onside correct. kick attempt, correct? Correct. Just an onside kick correct. attempt? Yep. I'm going to go yes because I think it's going to be close at the end. Yeah, if you think it's going to be close, you have to hit the yes. It's plus 135. I think that's a good bet to play. Um, yeah, that last bet that people like to play uh, is Gatorade color. I stay away from that, but do you have a Gatorade color you think is going to win or be dumped up, Coach? I'm going to go my personal favorite, lemon lime, yellow. Yeah, I, I'm going to stay away from that one, but that's, again, a fun one to do. I also stay away from who the MVP will mention first, only because I usually go to bed before the MVP speaks, and I don't like betting on things I'm not watching. <laughs> do you have a, a play for that? I don't. I have no idea. I mean, you got to look. So, teammates is the heavy favorite. I don't think Goddard does this first. But, you know, maybe the city gets mentioned plus 650. I think that I think that would maybe hit. Um, yes. I think the city is a good one if you think the Bucks and Tom Brady are going to win. Because I could easily see him mentioning his new city, Tampa, and it being in Tampa and becoming a Tampa resident. Yeah. I, that, that, and, and, you know, we got the Travis Kelsey with all of his antics and, and last year's parade. I think that could be, you know, thanks to the best fans in the world, especially with no fans really being at the games. I think that could be an easy one where, you know, you thank the city for their support. Um, do you have any closing prop bets that you want to throw out or a best prop bet that you want to want to share? No, not really. Um, nothing, nothing comes off the top of the head. I know we talked about a lot of them um, in the last four, in the last three out of the four Super Bowls. Uh, the favorite is covered, but in the past nineteen, the underdog is thirteen and six. So I'm gonna go just in general, not necessarily a prop bet, but. I'm going to go, we're going to switch the trend and we're going to go back to underdogs covering. Yeah. And if you're going to bet that I really like the play of the over of 50 and the bucks by nine. If you think the bucks are going to be competitive, I think that's an easy, an easy teaser to play. And I'm a big teaser guy. So normally I'll have a three team teaser for plus money, but you only have two options here. So you're going to get, it's like minus 120, 122, something like that. Um, I think that would be a good play of teasing the Bucks to nine. Um, if it stays at three, even I think maybe even teasing the Chiefs to plus three could also be a good play because I think if the Bucks win, it's by three. Um, yeah. Well, Ian, before you go, everybody talks about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. But as I learned last year, there's a just as entertaining game before the Super Bowl. And that's the Puppy Bowl. Are you going to go with Team Fluff or Team Rough to win this year's Puppy Bowl? It's got to be Team Rough. I, they've, they've got a couple couple good young rookies coming in. <laughs> it's got to be got to be Team Rough. I agree. I, I I was with Team Rough last year. They lost, so I think they're due. There's no over under, but you if there is, you play the over. They're high scoring games. MVP of the Puppy Bowl. Male or female? Ooh, 
That's a that's a really good question. You got male as minus one thirty five, female at plus one oh five. Oh, I would go female then just for the plus, plus money. Plus oh, we're in the same same mindset there. I agree. If you have a breed that, that would win, there there's uh, there's not one on here, but we're looking. Um and if lab's an option, lab as the MVP. Or poodle, those have kind of been two of the more um two of the more reoccurring puppies to win win the MVP and all the dogs will be adopted, which is a which is a win for humanity. Absolutely. Well, well Ian, I want to thank you for joining on with me today and I look forward to talking more sports betting again in the future. I know you're a big soccer guy. I know nothing about, but it's okay. I love talking sports, love doing the podcast. So thanks to all you guys for listening and enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Chop Shop Sports and Chop Shop underscore bets. And then follow us on Twitter, Chop Shop Sports One. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy hopefully a great Super Bowl.